Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino. I'm so excited for some special coverage, uh, getting to talk about the uh, debut of a, a brand new NBC sitcom. Not that we're going to be doing a weekly coverage on it, but because worlds are colliding with one of our brand new uh, rehap-ups, the wrestling rehap-up uh, just debuted this year. And so I thought it would be fun to talk about the premiere of Young Rock with the co-hosts of our brand new wrestling a wrap up uh let's welcome in uh, this very fearsome tag team that covers everything that's going on in the world of wrestling every single week including right now young rock uh please welcome first here is mari fourth mari how are you hi rob glad to be here glad to be talking wrestling in any capacity so thanks for uh bringing us on just to talk about some quick young rock yes uh, this is a bonus podcast for fans mm-hmm. of the uh, wrestling wrap up yeah you get a yeah. you get a freebie this week and of course uh More bang welcome, for your buck. <laughs> welcome in matt scott matt how are you i'm just i'm always happy to be here i can smell I can smell what the Rob is cooking. We're here. We're <laughs> podcasting, coming in hot. I'm just happy to be talking about wrestling with you, Rob. Yeah, uh, this is fun. The the brand new show, Young Rock, if uh, people missed it, this week premiered on NBC. Uh, let me tell you the plot real quick. The year is 2032. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is uh, running for president of the United States and sits down with a reporter and sort of I guess I'd say how I met your mother uh, style is telling mm-hmm. stories right. from his youth. And we see here in the premiere, three different eras of uh, the rock growing up. We see him at age 10, age 15. And uh, as a, uh, a, I don't know if he's a freshman or a- sophomore 18, at, yeah. Yeah, at the university mm-hmm. of Miami as a, as a football player. So yeah. we are traveling through time with the rock here on mm-hmm. Young Rock. Before we get into talking about Young Rock, uh, just quickly, if you want to make sure that you are hearing about everything that's going on in the world of wrestling, in case you didn't know, go to robinsonwebsite.com slash wrestling to subscribe to the Wrestling Rehap Up and give these people some feedback and star ratings. What are you yes. waiting for? Come on. Yes. Five stars, just like just like a, a Bailey and Sasha match. What it should have been rated. Give us five stars. Okay, yeah. we're already diving in deep into the wrestling, <laughs> so there's no turning back now. Five stars, yeah. reviews, all of it. Uh, yeah, we're we're not doing plugs yet, Rob. I guess, but okay. please give us the stars. Rob is website.com slash wrestling to subscribe. It does help people find out about the show. As uh, Matt and Mario are going all the way to. WrestleMania, the best time of year for wrestling fans, is right now. So, uh, before we talk about uh, Young Rock, uh, how's everything going? You guys are doing good? Yes, uh, gearing up for Elimination Chamber. The Elimination Chamber pay-per-view is this week. So, um, on sun- on Sunday will be the pay-per-view. On Saturday, when, you know, when we record, we will be... Um, uh, reviewing the pay-per-view and all of that it'll drop that day mm-hmm. so you can listen to us talk about elimination chamber and then you can go and watch elimination chamber and uh mari and matt are both such dedicated wrestling fans but uh, mari could you give us like your your backstory a little bit could you talk about how you and your husband are tr- traveled around the country going to <laughs> different live shows Yes, uh, 
before that, I always was a, a wrestling fan going back to, of course, the Attitude Era. Everybody was a wrestling fan during the Attitude Era. Like when I was 10, early 2000s, loved wrestling. My husband actually got me back into wrestling in 2015 uh, because he was like, hey, I think you need to watch this this girl, Sasha Banks. She's a great wrestler. I think you'd like her. And sure enough, one of her first matches I saw was uh, Sasha versus Bailey at Brooklyn TakeOver, and it was a wrap. So we'd been watching ever since since then and then in 2018 we decided we were gonna do um we were gonna hit as many pay-per-views and as many um live shows as possible and we went to the iconic 2018 royal rumble where they had the first women's royal rumble um it, in philly it was great uh we went to uh wrestlemania in new orleans because my uh, husband had never been to new orleans at that point and so we went there we actually went and saw the takeover the new orleans takeover and and then we kind of did a, um, a watch party for the actual mm -hmm. WrestleMania. Uh, we skipped SummerSlam because I got pregnant, but I was I was six months pregnant when yeah. we flew to L.A. You know, not many Survivor people have ever said that sentence before. Yeah. I skipped SummerSlam <laughs> because I got pregnant. Specifically no. that, because other than that, we would have been there. We would have mm -hmm. been there, but uh, we decided to just hold off and we saved our money and we did our baby moon in L.A. and we got to go to the Survivor Series in 2018. So it was fun. That was like the the most we've ever done uh just traveling around uh uh enjoying wrestling we went to a few live shows here and there in between that but relationship my, goals yeah yes and my two-year-old loves wrestling because he was in the womb when he was first introduced mm -hmm. to it yeah yeah i wish there was anything that me and my wife loved as much as uh you and your husband love wrestling Yes, it, it, you have to have that common uh, denominator there. And it's just such a great excuse for traveling as well. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. Matt, are you a big rock fan? Am I a big rock fan? So, I mean, what, like when I became a wrestling fan 20 years ago, The Rock was kind of on top. So he was established. But I have, you know, mainly been a wrestling fan in an era where The Rock uh, was retired and not an mm -hmm. active wrestler. So I feel like in my mind, The Rock is a little bit underrated. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a fan of him. He's kind of a big deal these days, a little yeah. bit bigger than he was when, when I started watching. Can I ask a, a question that in my mind, I mean, maybe this isn't true. I feel like that wrestling fans have never really turned on The Rock where I feel like that people don't feel like oh he's too good for wrestling anymore that i, I feel like that the wrestling fans have uh, kept the love affair going with the rock for all this year is that in my imagination no i think i think that's spot on and i think it's because like in wrestling sometimes the fans uh, not probably not sometimes mari a lot of the times the fans <laughs> turn on a lot of the popular wrestlers that we mm -hmm. that we love we're all guilty of it but at the same time the rock is so good that you can't deny it. So, like, I could talk about The Rock's peak being in the late 90s or even early 2000s, but, like, realistically, 2021 is probably The Rock's peak, and he just keeps getting mm -hmm. better and better. I'm a little nervous about him running for president but that's a whole other story <laughs> mm -hmm. the the reason why the fans didn't haven't turned on him is uh yet is because they turned on him initially he was yeah. uh, yes. when he first debuted they booed the crap out of him in what 97 so yeah. they they initially hated him he was like you know what forget you guys he turned it up i'm pretty sure we'll see it on the show i can't wait till they get to that part because mm -hmm. that's that's such a big part of his mythos him talking about how the fans turning on him at, 
just from jump really helped shape the actual rock gimmick. And since yes. he became the rock, he turned it up. They've never, we've never looked back. He hasn't looked back and we've loved him ever since. So, um, yeah, the fans, the fans hated him. He was like, screw you. And now he's like, everybody loves me. And that's how it mm-hmm. works sometimes in wrestling. Well, let's talk about the actual show of uh, Young Rock, which starts in the future, and then we go back to mm-hmm. these uh, three different timelines. And uh, you know, I definitely have a lot of questions about like where where does the show go from here, uh, Matt? What do you think of the uh, twenty thirty two version of The Rock? I had some questions. I think he, he uh, he's definitely uh, a, a polished. A polished guy. I think we've seen The Rock out and about and kind of being the superhero, but he was definitely more presidential than usual. <laughs> I was surprised that he was wearing a suit rather than like, you know, one of those silk shirts that he wore in the <laughs> late 90s with a lion or tiger on it. But um, he, he, you know, he made some interesting choices as, as president. I'm very curious to see. Well, he's how a candidate for president. He's look, not, he's not no, elected yet. Look, he's going, he's, he's <laughs> the Rock. He's running against. He's the Rock. It's the Rock. Though. That's a great. That's a great question. Maybe we'll Could find be out. Sasha Banks, or like Jesse Ventura, Ooh. or something like that. Some other wrestling character, and they'll take that part of the vote away from them. But mm-hmm. yeah, he had, he had a questionable slogan, which was the immediate thing that stood out to me, which was "Just hang on, I'm coming." Um, which like I <laughs> don't know why mm-hmm. that was on his bus. I don't. Think that I that, did see that. That works, but uh, I, yeah, look, Rob. Rock is yeah. really going for it here. Mari, did they age the rock for 2032 rock? They did not. I was sitting there that whole time. I'm like, okay, this is what, 11 years into the future. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, I was like, so what, what he'd be like 60 ish or something like that. Yeah. 50, 60. I don't know what his age. I'm sorry. I, he, he's older. He's so older. I was just, yeah, I think he's yeah. 48. I think that right. I looked it up. 48. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. So good. So he'd be, yeah, almost 60. And he looked just like the rock. I was like, <laughs> yeah. okay, well now, the rock is calling it. He's like, I'm going to look exactly like this. That in 11 being said, years. You don't know like how good, like the beauty and skincare industry could be in 2032. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's about 10 years. Like we don't, I don't know if we're going to have any break throughs or miracles happen but then again the rock has, has hey. pretty much looked the same Man, i was just happy less. covid was over yeah. oh yeah <laughs> look, that's right that's right yeah i was amazed i was like wow just i'm happy. glad no one has to wear masks outside together like yeah. no pandemic 2032 Ooh, is looking lavish. good no pandemics yeah. on the horizon yeah um so there was a point in the opening where he sits down for with the interviewer and uh, he sets up like that he's going to drop his signature uh, catchphrase where he opens up the refrigerator and he's like, uh, every morning I go into my refrigerator and I open up the fridge and I say, can you tell what The Rock is doing? I was like, is this like a WWE? Is he not allowed to say this outside of wrestling? Yeah, I, I was wondering if he's going to get sued, but that could be it's it. NBC and WWE has a strong relationship oh, with yeah. them. So yeah. I think maybe, maybe that's the finale. We're building up to him giving the signature catchphrase eventually. Or maybe he's mm-hmm. like, I, I actually think, Rob, it might be more like a child star situation where you're like, you know, if, if you're Urkel, you're like, I'm not going to say, like, did I do that <laughs> on, on Cameo? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I, <laughs> Look, I think maybe he's yeah. a little bit sensitive about saying his catchphrase. And uh, Rob, can I say, like, 
It's not just some interviewer. That's Randall Park, sir. Yes. I love me some Randall Park. What is he as best known for? Him, well, he, he's best known for, well, I liked him in Always Be My Maybe on Netflix, uh, but he's in the MCU. He's currently on WandaVision right yeah. now. And the, yeah, Randall Park is so funny. I, I really like him. I would love for him to get more roles. And I thought it was so funny that he even referenced, like, he was like, I used to be an actor. I was like, wait, he used to be an actor? Oh, is he playing himself? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, he's, okay. He was calling them Randall and everything. Yeah. So <laughs> That's interesting. I, I love their, their, their banter back and forth. I, I hope he stays with it. Yeah. I mean, do we think that every episode is going to start with being like part of this like interview that's going to go on? I hope so. I, I think so. Yeah. Kind of like you said, like how I met your mother, yeah. uh, you know, just a quick clip with the kids. <laughs> At mm-hmm. least that whole first season. Remember that whole first season? It was like, clips of the kids and stuff like that mm-hmm. god i'm i'm getting flashbacks and ptsd oh god <laughs> yeah how i Hopefully met your mother have a sad ending like uh yes <laughs> please let's avoid that please yeah what's, what's a sad okay. ending in this universe is it him not winning the election or i i see mm. this is what i want mm. i don't know <laughs> i don't know they, um, they have 11 years to play around with so yeah, yeah. maybe something happened to roman reigns Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, It might be uh, the Nia Jax situation from last week, which I won't... Well, I'll just say our title, uh, the title of our last episode is (laughs) Nia's Hole. There's... (laughs) I'm not going to go into it. Don't want to touch that, Rob. Please listen to our episode to find out more. (laughs) So, I just thought it was weird that they can't say, can you smell what the rock is cooking? But then we go back to young, youngest rock of the 10 year old rock. And then there's so much, you know, uh, wrestling and there's so many like wrestling characters that, uh, you know, and I don't know to what degree the WWE or WWF owns the story of like, uh, like the behind the scenes of wrestling. But it just seemed weird mm-hmm. that, that if it was like a legal issue, he can't say his catchphrase. Then we had so much uh, wrestling stuff. Rob, who's yeah. who's going to say no to The Rock? Like, are, are mm-hmm. you really going to tell The Rock that he can't say his catchphrase? Yeah. Come on. So maybe it wasn't a legal yeah. thing. Maybe that was just a joke uh, to uh, say, say something so. different. Yeah. Hopefully. Maybe um, like a swerve. Yeah. It, was, it was probably a swerve. Definitely. Swerved. He swerved mm-hmm. us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rock is known for doing that. <laughs> It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. So... Uh, he go. We go back to uh, the childhood of uh, of the Rock, and we get to see the Rock growing up uh, in the shadow of his dad, Rocky Johnson. And uh, you know, spoiler alert: uh, this stuff was my favorite part of the episode. The the youngest Rock, and like, I kind of wonder. Like, I don't know why the whole show isn't this. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm really wondering because, like you said, we get three different eras of The Rock, but I, I'm assuming they want to make this more than 
one season. So it's going to be really interesting to see if they stay with this. Oh, here's something from this. Here's something from this. Or if they're going to maybe one week go just all youngest rock. Yes. The next week go maybe f- go all the way to the U or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I really, I'm really interested. I'm actually surprised because when we said we were going to do this, I was like, sure, I'll give it an episode. But then now I think I might apply my three episode rule to yeah, this and, and see what, see what, what they do with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt. Did you have a favorite of the three timelines? Oh man, I would. I, I think I have to go with. I, I like the the medium level rock where he's middle he's getting the car. <laughs> medium, middle rock. Sc- <laughs> medium rock, the medium sized <laughs> rock specifically. Um, that was a little bit fun. There was he was just off the walls. Um, the car situation, which I'm sure we'll get to, was a little mm-hmm. bit bananas. I don't know who doesn't check the back seat of a car before getting into it <laughs> when you when you first buy it. But I I guess we'll we'll, we'll probably get there. Hopefully we'll get there eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is interesting because we basically got three short stories and I was almost like, is this like a, like anthology show? Because I feel like that there was kind of a very loose theme, but I didn't feel like that all three of the stories were super connected in that, Mm. you know, something that happened in the first story, like paid off in this, in the second story. It was just almost like, like here's three things that happened in the rock's life. And they sort of like did try to say like, Oh, you got to work your gimmick. But I felt like that Mm -hmm. that was a little thin to sort of like uh, lump all these three stories together. And I do wonder if they'll do like one episode will be all in the, you know, uh 10 year old timeline. And and the next episode might be all in the like older timeline. I just feel like that. It's, it's hard to just keep bouncing around so much. Yeah. And if you bounce around so much, then you're going through so much material so quickly, Mm -hmm. you you know, when again, if you're trying to stretch this over multiple seasons, you don't want to give, okay, little, littlest rock, medium rock, big rock, each episode, little rock, medium, because you're just kind of running through storylines. I feel like, um, I do have a question for the both of you. I don't typically watch too much sitcoms now that I'm an adult. Mm -hmm. It's all trash reality TV over here, please. Thank you. Competition reality TV. Um, so did it feel like to you as it kind of felt like to me that we almost, it's almost like three sitcoms in one to me. Did y'all pick anything up like that? Yeah, like that. Uh, the the th- three different shows I felt like had like a very different feel. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's like maybe they have like different people like uh, directing them, and um, that might have uh, accounted for it. Like, there's like basically, especially like shooting like during COVID, uh, and I'm not sure. Again, I, I I'm a little bit talking out of my butt because I don't know when they filmed this, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you had these people in one location, these people in one location, and these people in another location, like it might have felt like a little more disjointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what I think I saw just in terms of when and where they filmed, but uh, fact check me later. Um, so it was definitely during COVID. I think I saw something about November of last year. Maybe that mm-hmm. was when they wrapped filming. I'm not not positive, but um, and then I also saw Australia as where this was filmed, which oh, is fun. Mm. yeah, a little exotic. Yeah, well, they're they'll co- they're COVID free, so that. 
that could be a reason why as well. Because not only did it, fa- it, sound, it feel like three different stories, it really did feel like three different sitcoms. Like the Littlest Rock was your, like your Goldbergs, your, yeah. your fresh off the boats, mm-hmm. like the, the mixed-ish back in time sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Then the, the middle one, I really popped because I saw a Taj Cross from Pit, Pin 15, which is such a funny show on Hulu. Everybody go yeah. watch Pin 15. It's hilarious. And it gave you that teen comedy, you know, it, it felt like I was going towards high school teen comedy. And then your third, we didn't get a lot in the the later rock years, but then it also kind of felt like um, going back towards that family, that type of um, the blackish type of shows where it's all family dynamics mm-hmm. later. So it really did feel like three different shows. Yeah. And I, I think like the reason to that point, Mari, like the, the med- medium rock I really <laughs> felt like uh, big everybody hates Chris vibes, mm-hmm. which is also yes. set in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Rock, so we're seeing a little bit of overlap there. But it, <laughs> yeah, it, it, would, it will be nice to see how the different shows and uh, storylines develop over the yeah. course of the the season. Well, let's talk about the earliest rock uh where mm-hmm. i felt like that there was some really cool stuff uh if you are yes. a old school wrestling fan uh there was a lot here because uh that uh, admittedly i uh did not know a lot about uh the rock's dad rocky johnson that uh believe it or not he was actually before my time I did not ever <laughs> see Rocky Johnson in uh the WWF when I started watching even when I was a little kid but mm-hmm. uh yeah it was you know you started off where they were at the arena and you saw Rocky Johnson in the ring but then afterwards like they come back to a party at the home of uh the junkyard dog yeah um from what i understand it was it was uh Ada Johnson is is the Rock's mom, and her mom. It was it was her house, from what I thought, okay. and because I think she was the booker because Rocky got paid by her. He said, "I need to go pick up my money from mm-hmm. your mom." And Peter Maivia, yeah. uh, the Rock's grandfather, uh, the High Chief Peter Maivia, who they referenced several times in this. Uh, uh, proportion. He was known to be a booker in Hawaii. I do know that for a fact. Right. So um, I think this is where everybody, that's why all the wrestlers were there because they're there to hang out. They like each other, but they, they get paid because she's the booker man. So mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it was so cool to see all of these wrestlers uh, in one spot. Uh, do you, you guys mind if I just rattle off R- the names here? Off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we had the junkyard dog, which was, that was so great to see. Um, we have Aka, Afa and Sika, the wild Samoans, who again are part of that huge Samoan dynasty. Um, that includes the Usos and Roman Reigns and a lot of others. Um, when I saw the Iron Sheik, I Uh-oh. almost died. I was like, yes, Iron Sheik. Let, let me just say for a uh-huh. second, um, a lot of the things that Iron Sheik has said in yes. interviews, we could not say no. on this podcast. So just go take, go to no. YouTube, Iron Sheik. He seemed much more mellow in uh, the Youngest <laughs> Rock timeline. It was maybe it was oh the, the triple sec or something like that. But yeah, he he he's uh, he's not the same guy. He doesn't seem <laughs> like the same party animal. Takes things a little bit too seriously these days. Follow the Iron Sheik on Twitter if you uh, like don't. a lot of cuss words. <laughs> 
<laughs> or block him if you want to avoid <laughs> ever interacting with that. Probably a probably a better idea. Uh, Andre the Giant just shows up. Yeah, uh, that was really cool. I, I was sitting there wondering, um, like, because this was all this was still all in Hawaii. Yeah, this yeah. was still all in Hawaii. Yeah. So I was really trying to. I want, I was thinking of the moves, like the pattern of people's movements throughout, you know, wrestling history. So it, mm-hmm. it was really cool to see, to see just all of those legends yeah. in one area. Yeah, that and was great. Like, like Andre the Giant also had a weird moment when he walked in because one, he had his entrance coming in the door, but it's like, Hey, I'm Andre. It was a very sitcom moment, um, having him walk in. And so I, I, there's a lot that's coming up with him. Uh, over this season, it seems, mm-hmm. but I just thought it was fascinating how they how they portrayed him there. Matt, do you think Andre was giant enough? No, I thought he was he way wasn't. too small, very small, yeah, tiny. I need to figure out how tall that actor was because he was not. And Andre the Giant was also like a very thick, large man. He also loved to drink a lot. And yes. uh, from the stories I've heard about Andre the Giant, because I was looking this up to to remind myself, he's. He he's had stories about drinking five bottles of wine at dinner and one hundred nineteen mm-hmm. beers in six hours, mm-hmm. which I totally believe. Um, and he, I don't think that man could do that. One hundred nineteen beers, really? No, no. He's legendary for mm-hmm. his uh, drinking prowess. And, yes, you know I got to ask T Bird uh, when the next time I talk to her because I know she she had said on a podcast one time how she was on a flight. I think when Andre the Giant was on the flight. Uh oh. Yeah, oh, I was, wow. was going to say, we, we're going to have to have her on the podcast to, <laughs> to learn more about this story. Maybe it's a, it'll be a very special wrestling mm-hmm. rap. She loved Andre the Giant. Wow, that's mm-hmm. awesome. I, I, I would love to hear that, hear yeah. that story, definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, The Rock then, Young Rock got in trouble because uh, that he said that wrestling was fake and Andre the Giant really uh, took him to task. He was ready to chokeslam him. Never say wrestling is fake, especially mm-hmm. in front of wrestlers and even in front of us wrestling fans. Yeah. Because what do you say? How do you say it correctly? You can you can always say that wrestling is predetermined, yes. but to say that it's fake is just, you know, they're really out there doing stunts, putting their bodies on the line, getting injured. So just because the outcome is predetermined does not take away from all the athletic ability, all the skill, all the acting, all the stunt work that goes into it. Um, and just saying fake in such a dismissive way is just very irksome. Yeah, but also this was the 80s too, before, like before Mm. the Vince McMahon, uh, WWF at the time steroid trials and before Mm -hmm. a lot more of the business was just exposed through those in the early 90s. And so this was a big deal to say that wrestling was fake. I mean, I even know growing up that a lot of people I knew in, and this is like early 2000s didn't know that wrestling was predetermined and scripted. Mm-hmm. So you have to think mm-hmm. in the 80s that they were a little bit protective yeah. of that. I did think it was, it was a real lot to me. that the biggest man <laughs> in the room was the one to pick him up and put him in his place. Like, we, anyone could have could have done that to Young Rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Kayfabe was still king back then. So this mm-hmm. was blasphemy, basically, yeah. from The Rock. I'm um, getting a note from Sam Moore that the actor who played uh, Andre the Giant is only 6'7". Not big enough. Come on. You can get some not, CGI. Not you know, get him, have, him, have him bigger. Do some trick photography. Get him closer to the camera. 
Right, exactly. Shoot him from it. below. <laughs> um, the actor that played uh, uh, Rocky Johnson, I thought he was really good too. I was yeah. happy to see him in the f- in the third timeline. Also, yeah, I wish I wrote his name down. I didn't. Joseph I didn't Lee get to Anderson. See- Joseph Lee Anderson. He did not look familiar to me, but great job so far. And his mother, too. Yeah. This was just really good casting overall, I would definitely say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was good. I felt like of, of the three, that, that was that was my favorite. Uh, all mm-hmm. right. So then The Rock, like, pivots to talking about how he only... I, I remember when I only had $7 in my pocket, and it led to me stealing... And he tells right. a story where the first thing that happens is he steals a pair of shoes and then goes on a whole different, like, like <laughs> never tell you about the time I stole a pair of shoes. I was in the store. I stole a pair of shoes. Then, uh, and then like, the, like, the shoes was not a part of the story at all after that. Yeah, it was kind of like weird flex, but okay, Rock. Like, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I have a feeling that he didn't walk up to the shoes and walk out like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to. Nah, I want to know the real story. I want to see the security cam footage in, in black and white from, from 1987. Yeah. All right. So 1987 Rock is 15 years old, man. It has a full mustache. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I jealous. really like this, this part. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, this part was hilarious because the full mustache, they called him an undercover cop. That was really funny. Because of Jump Street, the jump, mm-hmm. I'm assuming Jump Street had to have just come out in that area, er, yeah. era. Yeah. So that's probably why they called him. And this was like Matt said, like you guys said, you they steal the shoes, but we don't hear about the shoe. He doesn't uh, talk about the shoes again. I said that this was like the mini swerves. Like there's so many swerves in this portion of the the show. You think it's going one way. Oh no, it went another way. Oh, you think it's going that oh no, it went it went back. It it was really good. It was really yeah. funny. Mari, come on. You know it's it's long term storytelling. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Vince McMahon's not great at it, but NBC and The Rock have it figured out. There there's gonna be a payoff to that 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 well, that mustache because that was really mm-hmm. epic. But also to to shoplifting, all of it. We're gonna we're gonna see this all come full circle. I have faith in the Rock. Yeah. So the Rock. the Rock did not have a lot of money, and so he was trying to dress to Im- impress uh, this uh, woman, uh, Karen, in his Karen. school, <laughs> who uh, really he wanted to uh, he wanted her to think that he was rich. So he was by you know uh, stealing some stuff, and then also was uh making more people think that he was an undercover cop because of how he was dressed. <laughs> yeah, Karen from Algebra who who does a front knot with her gym shirt. You know, right. have you ever done a front knot with your gym shirt? Uh, I cannot say that I have. Oh. I have. It's been a while, but yeah. You know. And you got to remember, it's Tomas, not Dwayne. <laughs> yeah, um, he has a friend uh, that, Matt, well, what can you tell us about the friend of The Rock in the middle school era? This is where I, I, made, I made the everybody hates Chris comparison, especially because mm-hmm. you have The Rock as like the Chris Rock character, but his friend is like the Greg, if anyone's familiar with the show. And he's kind of just there to kind of mm-hmm. be this sage, uh, sage fellow 15 year old i guess giving (laughs) wisdom and advice to his fellow 15 year old but he had some really good advice like with the rock shoplifted jacket you know he he came up with the perfect excuse just say it's blueberry wine which i think you know i didn't know what blueberry wine was at that age but good good for him yeah (laughs) 
you know, it's hard to see that, you know, The Rock is a loser at school that nobody wants to be friends with. But, Mario, is this because he's moved from Hawaii and he's the new kid? Is that what the issue is? Yeah, that's why, again, uh, at the end of it, The Rock said, I'll tell you later. I'll tell it, you know, it'll keep going. So now when he we're in medium rock era, they're now in Beth, Bethel, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we don't know how he got there. We don't know any of that, but they're saying that he's a loser basically because he's just so big looking. He, he looks mm-hmm. like a full adult at 15. Yeah. So I, I can't see this staying because we also find we also know and find out that he he when he graduates from high school he's like a five-star recruit in football Mm -hmm. so at some point he has to make that transition to like a you know a jock so Mm -hmm. again they did a lot of good work laying some groundwork for me to be interested to want to see where where it keeps going yeah i had a theory about this like about him not being the coolest because I noticed when he was in high school, he pronounced his name as Dwayne and not just Dwayne. And I think that's the difference maker. Like I, I knew, uh, Dwayne in high school and he was not cool, but Dwayne in college, <laughs> Dwayne was very cool. What? Yeah. I don't hear the difference. <laughs> du, 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 Dwayne versus Dwayne. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you have it. We'll dive into this uh, on, the <laughs> on the wrestling wrap up. Yes. <laughs> on the wrestling wrap up. Yeah. Would the Rock have made it if he stayed as Dwayne Rock Johnson? <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just to uh, go back to uh, Rocky Johnson, you know, when when we see him later on, you know, he is not wrestling. He's like working as like a seemingly as a delivery driver. Uh, the Rock has no money here in the middle school era. That is uh, Rocky Johnson out of wrestling, or is it just that you could not make a living as a wrestler in like these like uh, early days of uh, WWF? Um, it's from my understanding that it, this is the late eighties. So this is right around the time where we're wrestling. The wrestling world starts to shift mm-hmm. where, uh, uh, Vince McMahon junior starts to take over from senior. And so the territory, the territory stuff starts to try to start breaking down. Mm-hmm. So it could be a little bit of both. It could be, he's still wrestling, but because of the changing landscape, he's not making as much money pr- Plus, he's probably been doing it for a while. And then um, the schedule, the schedule just probably is just kicking, you know, Mm -hmm. the family's butt. So I I thought this was very interesting. You can definitely see the thread of his father is starting to be less and less present in his life. And then um, the mom having to work like as as a cleaning, like cleaning houses. That was really interesting for this portion of uh, of the story. So, again, it just makes me it, it really makes me want to just know more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even mm-hmm. even thinking about the fact, so I know that that Rocky was in WWF or World Wrestling Federation until about um, 1985, and so I, I think he was still active as a wrestler. But at the time, people just weren't making like n- nearly the money that they'd go on to to make at the very end of the 90s or at the very end of the 80s and in the 90s and mm-hmm. now. So there just wasn't a ton of money in wrestling like we saw in kind of the first act with the youngest rock uh, mm-hmm. where they're at a motel and they have the nice car, but they're still kind of, they're not as well off as you'd think that a wrestling superstar would be. So it was just a different yeah. time. 
All right. You want to talk about uh, the issues with the car? Uh, the Rock buys a car <laughs> for $103 from a homeless man named Waffles, who then uh, is sort of... No, is that right? From from a homeless man named Billy, but then there happens yes. to be another homeless... Uh, there, okay, the, oh, there was another guy man. that was in the car, and there was another yeah. homeless guy that was in the trunk? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, Waffle was in the car... Uh, the other guy, Billy, sold yeah. the car with Waffle in it. Mark, how much of this are, are we taking as sort of like, okay, like, did these things happen to The Rock? I I don't know. This this was the moment I was like, okay, like, you know, it, wrestling and people in the entertainment business in general, they like to sprinkle a little mm-hmm. extra, just a little mm-hmm. extra on there. Yeah, but the spoiler alert then, uh, Waffles is going to die uh, by the end of this episode. <laughs> All right, That please. came out of so. nowhere. Yeah, another maybe swerve. We'll get, maybe another we'll swerve. Him, though. See, we can always go back to Waffles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but Waffles is giving like The Rock some really good life advice and telling him, you know, that uh, you know, if I would have could have done this all differently, I would have cared more about the people that cared for me. And then uh, Waffle is seemingly like set up to be like this like big figure of inspiration in The Rock's life before he dies. Yeah. <laughs> then he dies, and that's again swerve after swerve. The Rock mm-hmm. does all that stuff. He gets the car. He goes to the party. He hears some sage advice from Waffle. He decides to leave the party and go see his mom and pledge to his mom that he's going to start helping her more. And um, the car is for the both of them. And I was, I was like, this is so nice. Then Waffle dies, and then he's like, he has to abandon the car. I was like. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, his, his mom did not ask nearly enough questions when she got into his car uh, yeah. with waffles in there. It's like, what? Like, what? what, mom? Mom, you know, yeah. your son doesn't have the best judgment. Maybe you want to take some time before getting in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did you need insurance in 1987? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Also, what? that wasn't a thing yet. Work, work. I don't, you barely needed seatbelts, Rob. I wasn't there, but that's what I hear. Uh, and yeah. I, want, I wasn't driving then. Why weren't the trunks airtight back then? Like, what, how did, oh, what's know. his name? The other guy survived in the, in the trunk. Um, well, there were possible. holes all yeah. over the car. Yeah. Itself, <laughs> rusted so. out in certain places. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then The Rock, uh, he, he talks to his mom. She loves uh, red caddies, and he's got her seven red Cadillacs. And we got to see the actual pictures of The Rock's mom with the red cars. That yeah. part was real. Yeah, yeah, from what I understand. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We have a third timeline to visit of The Rock back at the the U. Okay, so I guess it's uh, 1990 or so. The mm-hmm. uh, the U was special, and The Rock has just uh, shown up. I thought that uh, this was a good casting choice uh, for this guy for the third Rock. That so yes. we were talking about Andre the Giant not being big enough, but I I. Do not believe that The Rock was that muscular, that jacked the, the too when he started college. He was too Has big. to be. He's yeah. a five-star recruit. He's a five-star, what, linebacking or Murray, defensive He was end? not that Cru- big when recruit? he started in WWF. He was not. He was like, look, The Rock <sighs> now is at his most muscular, I believe. So, 
this just gives you a little bit of an idea of they're, they're mm. taking liberties with the, with the gimmicks. <laughs> Uh-uh. I want to say we'll see. I guess we can always look up pictures, uh, mm-hmm. but the U is special. Rob, this is a, this is football. This is your area. Yeah. So, uh, did you see that uh, the U, the thirty for thirty on the no, U? No, I, I did not. Oh, you got to watch that. Yeah, it's good. I did. So I saw that. So the two of the players that he was there with, Russell Maryland, who uh, uh-huh. that it was was he on the Ravens. Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, His name didn't it. sound familiar to yeah. me. It's, yeah, I know. He's a big time. Uh, I feel like he went on to have a really good uh, career as a defensive tackle. And then who was the other the other guy? I honestly, I personally did not write it down because I didn't, I didn't. I missed the other one, but there, yeah. yeah. Jesse Armstead or something like yeah, that. Yeah, another linebacker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Russell Maryland. I think he's on the, the Raiders. Yeah, uh, he went to Dallas, Oakland, and, and Green Bay. Uh, mm-hmm. Russell, Russell, Maryland. I'm ready. I'm like waiting for like the Ed Reed references and all that. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, but Ed Reed all... wasn't there when The Rock was there, right? I thought they were. Was I thought he? he was. Yeah, the U. Wait, Ed Reed is old. And where was Jimmy Johnson? So was the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> where was Jimmy Johnson? Oh yeah, why was it? Maybe he was uh, busy on Survivor Nicaragua then. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, Jesse uh Jesse Armstead. Uh yeah, he was on, on the uh the Giants. Giants, mm-hmm. Redskins and the Panthers. Yeah. Um Okay, yeah. So uh, this was uh like I, I thought a cool setup, but I felt yeah. like that this was the story that had the least uh, meat on the bone. Yeah, it was only about like a a few minutes or so, but it was really interesting. It was very illuminating when it came to the relationship with the the Rock and his father, like the Rock showing up to introduce himself to the guys and they're like, oh, your dad was already here. And he was like, wait, what? And then his dad lying and saying he was on the Wheaties box or whatever. It was it was cute. And it really again, I feel like if we're going to get this portion of the sitcom, it's going to be like a like a. It's going to be funny, but it could be like a Friday Night Lights type of thing. It's going to mm-hmm. be very sports heavy, very team bonding thing. And uh, it might be the one that I'm least, um, right. you know, uh, interested in, but I'm still interested. So, yeah, it, it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. His dad came by and told the kids that he was going to be on the Wheaties box, uh, but uh, the, the Wheaties in uh, Asia uh, and that sort of like uh, prompted him to break the bench press record at the U. Yeah. Was that his first day? But he just decided, I'm just going to flex on everyone. Like, let's do this. Come on. Mm -hmm. And he just, that was impressive. I think that might be where they're taking some liberties, but maybe I need to do my research. I don't know a lot about the Rock's football career. Was he like, I, I know he was a big recruit. I mean, did he do anything as a college football player? Um, I know they, I think he was there when they won a national championship. Yes. Um, that I do, I do feel like I know, but other than that, him personally setting records, I am not sure about that mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And then ultimately, uh, you know, we, we, we wrap, we wrap it all up, uh, for young rock and, uh, we see like uh, dedicated to, uh, the real life Rocky Johnson, who I didn't realize had only passed away last year. Yeah, yeah, he just passed away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nice. All right. Well, big picture, Matt. What What do you think of Young Rock? 
I'm a fan. I'm in on it. I, I, I intentionally avoided seeing what people had to say on social media and the reviews just because I didn't want that to taint how I felt about this. But like, Rob, I watched it almost three times, mm-hmm. three full times. So I'm kind of into this. <laughs> yeah. And it's short. It's easy to digest. The Rock has some great nicknames, which we didn't mention, like the Beast of Bethlehem. And mm-hmm. I loved the the chairman of Goldman Sachs, which is <laughs> um, so yeah, this is a fun show. And I, I I am a little nervous that when we actually get to 2032, that The Rock might actually run for president. Mm-hmm. But we'll deal with that later. Let's yeah. enjoy the show now. How do we think The Rock would be as president? Well, I, I don't. I don't want to jinx this. I don't want to say it can't get worse, but <laughs> <laughs> I, was say, I, I feel like that, that, with all due respect to the Rock, I feel like uh, that. I feel like no more celebrities. What about that? Uh, yes, maybe, please, yeah, maybe the Rock has been governor of a state and it has like uh, like has like right. some legislation like background right. at this point. Yeah. So I, I don't want to. I don't want to cast judgment. I'm just saying, if you know, what? the Rock yeah. is coming off the set of season thirteen of Young Rock. Uh, mm-hmm. And going right into the White House, like I feel like. Yeah. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt here. I'm assuming he's he has tons of experience in office over the 11 yeah. years before his, <laughs> his run. So he's, with maybe he's qualified. A more experienced uh, candidate, maybe. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, I would say I really i i too enjoyed this. I went into it with no expectations. I actually went into it trying to figure out who did they make this for. Like mm-hmm. that was my yeah. first thought. I was like. Who did they make this for? And I, I, after <laughs> right <laughs> after sitting down and watching it, it, it is a very inclusive show. I, I was wondering, as a diehard wrestling fan, are they just going to try and cater to me? Or are they going to you know oversimplify mm-hmm. and try and cater to like casual watchers? But this really is for sitcom lovers. Mm-hmm. I think bar none, it's for people who like sitcoms and different types of sitcom, sitcoms. Yeah. So. I'm going to give it at least three episodes. I love to give new stuff three episodes. And then after three episodes, I decide if I want to stay or, 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 you know, fold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm, I'm interested. I like this. Thank you for suggesting this. Rob. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'm full of good ideas. Uh, yeah. It's like WandaVision that they're trying on like uh, three or four different types of, of shows. And I do think that they're trying to be like something for everybody. I'm like, all right, we got the wrestling fans with uh, like, the wrestling storyline. All right. We got the family uh, sitcom with these people. Mm-hmm. All right. We got, like the ballers crowd with the yep. football stuff Sports, so yep. uh they're you know like if people like politics the rock is running for president so uh it's you know i, I feel like that I, I was pleasantly surprised like i thought that it might be there might be a chance it's like a really bad show but you it was know, good. now that you mentioned now that you mentioned it though the way that it's crafted is a lot like pro wrestling in that pro wrestling mm-hmm. itself is a variety show so mm-hmm. you get like the weird quirky, but you also get like the surreal and like occult and all sorts of wild stuff in the gimmicks that we get. So, I mean, maybe they, they know what they're doing here. And again, it's NBC, which like WWE is mm-hmm. on NBC. They have a long relationship. So mm-hmm. I have a feeling I'm hoping that they're going to do this really well. I trust the rock more than anything yeah. to yeah. tell a good story and here. So Mari, if it- if it goes far enough, do you think it's going to be like the crown where we're going to get to the point like, okay, who's going to play Stone Cold Steve Austin? Who's going to play Shawn Michaels? Mm. Who's going to play Vince McMahon? Yeah. It has to get there. Like, uh, um, especially, and I, and I wonder which storyline will take us there or will all three of them like merge to Mm -hmm. get there. But we have to get that in ring of the rock and his side of all of the stuff that happens to him. Like, 
during his career. Yeah. So it's very, very exciting. Very exciting. I think that we'll see The Rock playing The Rock and like Stone Cold Steve Austin playing Stone Cold and then Vince McMahon like dyeing his hair black <laughs> yeah. so that he mm-hmm. looks 20 years younger. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, love it. I hope not. Um, just uh, the Rock is a football player, though. Like I, I know he was at, he was at the U, but just in terms of like, uh, and I don't know what his life was like in college. He did not have an extensive uh, playing career. That he mm-hmm. uh, was a backup uh, at the U, according to Wikipedia, and only started one game in four years, playing behind Warren Sapp. Maybe we can well, get Warren Sapp go. on the show. <laughs> like, <laughs> there you go. Of course, you're, you're going to be a backup to Warren Sapp. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to have to sit on the bench, yeah. sir. <laughs> like, so there. there you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, anything else about Young Rock? No, um, I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be watching. You won't hear us talk about it. Sorry, guys, if you got addicted to this. Maybe maybe if we have time, we'll sque- squeeze it into our wrestling wrap ups. But uh, yeah. this was very fun. This was this was so fun. I had a blast talking about Young Rock. Uh, just thank you for having us on here. Oh. Yeah, and, and to Mari's point, uh, to borrow from The Rock, we're going to know our role and shut our mouths when it comes to this <laughs> series. But... Um, you you know where you could find us the wrestling wrap up and mm-hmm. uh, thank you for yeah the well tell us to talk about this this weekend uh, what should we be looking forward to on the wrestling wrap up. Or you want to spoil mm-hmm. Rob on what's happening? <laughs> yes. So, uh, not only will we be going in depth on uh, the Elimination Chamber pay per view, we will be talking a lot of AEW. We will actually be allotting a lot of time for AEW. We're going to have Grace come back and tell us everything that we've missed on AEW, get us up to speed. So, for all of our um, our fans out there, our, our listeners who have been clamoring for AEW. Uh, this will be the episode for you. Okay. All right. Uh, be on the lookout for that, both in our Rehap Ups feed and in our brand new wrestling Rehap Up feed. Go to robhasawebsite.com slash wrestling. And then where can people keep up with you both on social media? Yeah, so I am on social media at Matt Scotchy W, and you can find me uh, probably tweeting about a bunch of random stuff, but you can also find me and Mari <laughs> at Wrestling Rehap Up on Twitter. Yes, and you have a Twitter uh, account for the yeah. show. Yes, we have a Twitter account. We're going to be, we'll be tweeting, we'll be liking what people have, have going on. We smell what they're tweeting and <laughs> we're going to really embrace it. So yeah, we have a Twitter account. We're also, I have to say, um, at newly very active in the RHAP patron group and also the job has a squad cast group. So you could also find us there on Facebook. Yep. And you can find me on Twitter at Mari talks too much. Uh, Mari talks too much too, like the number two. Also, uh, this Sunday after Elimination Chamber, I'll just be doing a quick live reaction um, podcast, a quick podcast on stereo, um, on the stereo app. So if you guys want to hear me there, live reacting at 1030 on Sunday night, just to talk about what we just watched. Hopefully we get some really How do you big find that? surprises. People have to search for you on stereo app. Yes. So uh, if you go to my Twitter account, you'll see I'll, I'll pin my tweet for the link to uh, be able to find me and follow me on stereo. Then you uh, click the notifications. And as soon as we go live, you'll get a, a push notification saying that we're live and you can come on. You can listen to me on stereo and um, you get a you can do an audio question and your audio question will play during the broadcast and I can answer you right then and there. So it's just a really good way to connect. 
All right. Uh, this was so fun to get to talk about the uh, young rock. And thank you for indulging me to uh, come on and uh, talk about it. No, Rob. And, and look, we want you to, we want to spark the wrestling fan in mm-hmm. you again. Yes. Hopefully the show Young Rock does that. Mm-hmm. Um, we want you to be bigger, a bigger wrestling fan than both of us. So, how could that be um, possible? We're, 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 we're waiting. Yeah, the we're thing waiting. is, like, I, I kind of want to show my kids uh, the wrestling and, and, and I feel like that, like, uh, they would be into it. I'm just worried that they're going to hurt each other. Um, it's inevitable. Like I, I my two year old and then I'm worried more that, that, and then my wife is gonna say, Who why did you show them this? Why did you do it? I thought they would like it. Oh my it, gosh. I, yeah, we don't want to get on Nicole's bad side. Mm-hmm. It's better to ask for forgiveness than permission, Ralph. Yeah. Or we could turn her into a wrestling fan. Get Nicole into wrestling. Yeah, maybe we get Nicole into wrestling. Yeah, then it was... It's possible. You know. I mean, she it. likes fighting, so I think that that would be good. Huh. She likes fighting. Man, okay. We'll come up with a gimmick for her. Yeah, we have a being segment. like a WWE diva would be appealing well, to her. <laughs> yes. Rob, that, yeah. Now, nowadays, they even... Look, I think that she could really own the diva title. The, yeah. the women on the roster moved away from the diva title, but I could see... Look, I'm I'm willing to be her manager if yeah. she's down. Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, is it not called is it not called divas anymore? They were they they changed the name. Yeah, they are now all under the same umbrella, at, and they're called WWE superstars. Superstars. They, right. So they, yeah. okay, got it, got it. And they fight for the women's champion. They they moved away from diva because it started to get a negative connotation. Okay. All right. Well, mm-hmm. I don't want to contribute to that. All right. WWE superstar. <laughs> because, I mean, she's like all the time, just like, like fighting against the, uh, like the heavy bag all the time. So I think that maybe she, maybe she, get her in the ring. Rob, just, I mean, because this is really fascinating to me. It is. If, you, yeah. if Nicole had like a wrestling name, what do you think that name, like that gimmick would be? Hmm. I'd have to think yeah, about it, but I feel like that she would. Uh-huh. She, what she would like is some sort of like um, that she would. Uh, if there was anything that, and I don't know, has WWE done anything with uh, anybody that was in the mafia? I think that that would be her dream as, as, as a lover of the Sopranos. Yeah. I'm from Jersey, like, so some it's sort of like lady <laughs> boss. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Let's. We're gonna work on. We'll workshop. We're gonna this get Nicole. To we're gonna get Nicole on our uh, podcast and do we a creator a half slur for her. <laughs> yeah, and then she yeah. could talk about that. She's gonna put a hit out and stuff like that. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, Matt and Mari. Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. Uh, hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about Young Rock and check out the uh, wrestling wrap up. Rob's website dot com slash wrestling and don't be stingy with those stars and ratings. Okay. Rob's website dot com slash Rob. Rob's website.com slash wrestling. Take care, Rudy. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>